And welcome to the Kaiju Corner. This is a, a new segment we're doing. We could do it once a month. We can do it once a year. <laughs> we can do it whenever the fuck we want. That's the flow. And who are you? Uh, introducing this segment, we have Matthew Kai Matt Kaiju. And his fabulous monster friend, Sedora. Perfect life form. Oh, yeah. So, I guess to kick off this segment, uh, kind of like trigger for it is uh, this Magic the Gathering release, a new set, uh, Ikorai. It's uh, based around behemoths and monsters of such. And um, they've sort of partnered with Toho, who are the king of monsters, and kaiju films to do a set of Godzilla-themed uh, variants to some of the cards. Yeah, and the way that we'll go through it is that there are 19 cards uh, that have alternate art. So there's like a magic version of the card and a kaiju version of the card. And Matt is the biggest Godzilla fan I know. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the card, talk about the monster, the kaiju that Matt will know more about. And I can tell you a little bit more about the monster, like the card itself, like if it's a good card, if it's a bad card, um, whether it's pretty playable. Uh, a little bit about my background in Magic. I used to play semi-professionally. I qualified for the Pro Tour. Um, I put in a ton of hours into playing Magic. I think it's one of the most perfect card games ever made. And I know Matt's played a lot too. Um, you like Magic, don't you? I like Magic a lot. It's. Uh, I agree it is one of the most balanced card games it's yeah. definitely one of the longest running for that reason. It hasn't changed its formula in 20-odd years. Mm-hmm. Um, so we so we'll read out the names, and then, you know, listeners, you go find the cards. But I'm sure if you just, like, Google, you know, Godzilla series monster cards, MTG, you'll find a whole list. There's a site that has a pretty good list here that we will, from Star yeah. City Games... Which That's is the one I'm looking at too. Very yeah. reputable, known card website. Mm-hmm. Um, for the Japanese ones, I'm probably going to move from move away from uh, the Star City Games ones because I just don't know what it's saying necessarily. Yeah, uh, but, I'm sure uh, we could find a translation if we dug hard enough. Yeah, uh, but we'll 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 get there. I'm not that concerned. Um, so I guess let's start this off with the first one on this list. BioQuartz Space Godzilla. Uh, and I'll tell a little bit about the, the card. It's, it's the alternate name of Brockon, or sorry, Brockos Apex of Forever. And it's got a mutate ability. I'll talk about what mutate is. Trample and the ability you may cast Brockos Apex of Forever from your graveyard using its mutate ability. But we're really here to talk about BioQuartz Space Godzilla. It is a 6-6. Six, six. Oh yeah, 6-6. Six, 6-6 six. Six, six Trampler. Um, pretty powerful 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 card um but what about biocord space godzilla um would you like to share with us matt well space godzilla is kind of one of it, it's one of the more it's kind of a controversial godzilla movie not many people 
a lot of people kind of d- dog on it because like the human element is a little boring and um the final battle is kind of boring too it's not there's not a whole lot like space godzilla just kind of like flies around and like shoots the crystal beams and he just basically wrecks godzilla for like an hour like godzilla doesn't really do much it's this one is mostly about like the humans kind of helping godzilla out so yeah it's not so good on the godzilla action because he just kind of was falling over a bunch getting kind of trampled by space godzilla so the, the card's fitting but i really like this design of space godzilla I mean, it's freaking badass as hell. He has like, almost like, kind of like, you know, the Gundam has that. Like, I love the Gundam like shoulder pads. Yeah. I well, think that, it looks really and then cool. you can't, you can't see it too well on this card, but like he has like a Gundam, like, I don't know what to call it, but like forehead face thing. You know oh, what I'm talking okay. about? Okay. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> Um, kind of like the little V's that the Gundam has. It is a V. I, 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 I mean, yeah, I, I see what you mean. Uh, this looks, it, so it is, a, it's supposed to be a V. Was that like a, you think that's like a callback to Gundam? When did this movie come out? <clears throat> um, in the nineties. So like, do you think it was like a nod to Gundam? Do you think? It's a, it's potential. I mean, I, I really like the idea of Space Godzilla. So basically like they blow up, um, the, Godzilla clone Biolante and some of the cells go up into space and then they mutate in space and turn into space Godzilla and he comes back for a vengeance. Wait, that's how it is? Kinda, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, that's cool, but like unexpected, <laughs> I have to say. It's really uh, cool, but like, like I said, it's just some people kind of dog on the action. Um, is this what he looks like? Like, is this like a pretty good representation of what he oh, looks yeah, like? Oh, yeah, for sure. Big crystals and everything? Yeah. Like, so when he's, he's flying around in space, he's basically like, there's a picture. I can, I'll, I can, I'll pull it up real quick, but he's like in this giant crystal meteor. Oh. And okay. he's like flying through space. Um, it's pretty cool. Cause it looks like some, um, almost like some Superman cave of uh, solitude or whatever. Uh huh. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, and so he just has like these crystals embedded in his shoulders because of that. Because yeah, because of space. Because uh, space. Yeah. It's. I gotcha. <laughs> I gotcha. That's, that's kaiju stuff. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I like it. Um, as a card, like, it is quite powerful. In fact, if you, like, open this in, like, limited or draft, it's a really great pick. Um, so, Mutate is a really interesting ability. And so, I'll read out what it technically, it exactly says. It says, if you cast the spell for its mutate cost, put it over or under target non-human creature you own, they mutate into the creature on top, plus all the abilities from under it. So... For example, let's say you had like a 1-1 one, one flyer and then you mutated BioCourt Space Godzilla, it would be a 6-6 six, six flyer because it's taking the flying aspect from the card below it and then taking it into the 6-6 the six, six form. So this card doesn't have flying, but if it were to mutate on a flyer, it become flying. And then conversely, 
If you were to cast and put it underneath the card, it would become a 1-1 flyer, but it would have the ability to mutate, it would have trample, and it would say that you could cast this card from the graveyard using its mutate ability. So it's really interesting. Um, the problem I've found with mutate in like constructed is that it's just really easy to get blown out. Like you can c- construct your own monster and make it really powerful, but then one removal spell can like take out four to five cards. And I would say that the key to being really good at magic is to understand that cards are incredibly important. You want to, you want to take away more of your opponent's cards than you're giving up. So if you ever hear the term two for one, um, like you're getting two cards for the price of one, which is how you're going to win. You're going to, you're going to be more efficient doing things that way. Um, and so like mutates just a really powerful ability. This is a bomb as all hell and limited or any sort of construct like draft format. Um, I haven't really felt that this kind of card is great in constructed or anything with mutate necessarily is, but, uh, you know, it, it is, it is awesome. And I love this art. I, I think it's really cool. Um, so d- I had a quick question about the movie. So what would you give it? Um, is it a Toho or a Noho? Let's do Toho or Noho <laughs> for the movie. I would say that like, if you are not in, if you're not into Godzilla movies, like at all, I wouldn't visit it until you're, into some Godzilla movies and you're ready for kind of like a a weird one. Is it like towards the bottom of your all-time list? Hmm. I don't know. Not necessarily, just because the design is so cool. Uh-huh. Like, that saves a whole lot of it. Sure. Like, I really, really like the design of Space Godzilla. And I feel like if if they were to revisit, I, I would like them to, like, bring back Space Godzilla and just kind of maybe do... Like almost better action, mm-hmm. like um, like maybe not have Godzilla just get stomped the whole time. Sure. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't really have much more to say about it. Let's go to our next one. It's called Rodan, Titan of Winged Fury, which is the alternate art for Badrock, Apex of Thunder. Um. It's got the ability to mutate, just like uh, Biocore Space Godzilla. It has flying and first strike. And whenever this creature mutates, you may cast a target non-creatures card with converted mana cost three or less from your graveyard without paying its mana cost. And it's a three-three flyer. Um, what what do you think about Rodan? Where does Rodan rank in your kaiju's? Oh, Rodan's pretty important to kaiju's because, like, back in the day, the first movies were like Godzilla, and then Toho made. A Rodan movie, which is about, um, there's actually two Rodan in the Rodan movie. And that's like a, one of the other, only other kind of Godzilla monsters that has like its own standalone film from Toho. So, Rodan's pretty cool. He's kind of like the, um, what is it, uh, Starscream? What, really? Of the, he kind of, Bounces back and forth with his allegiances. Sometimes he's oh. with Godzilla. Sometimes he fights Godzilla. Sometimes, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, interesting. What, like, so in this image, he's, like, flying over two erupting volcanoes. Is that, like, always been his thing? Like, yeah. It's like, so, I remember that being a like thing in, uh... out of volcanoes, and then, like, when the, the Rodan kaiju mate, they lay their eggs in volcanoes. Okay, um, so there are multiple Rodans. 
In, I mean, technically, yeah. Wait, what do you mean technically? I'm in confused. the earliest forms of, like, the, like, formation, I guess, of the movies, but I don't, they don't ever really have multiple Rodan in any other iteration other than the standalone. Gotcha. Um, do you like Rodan? What's the best Rodan movie? Um, I feel like Rodan is the coolest in the most recent in the King, uh, the, the King of the Monsters. Um, the one that just came out, uh, the, the legendary, um, Godzilla King of Monsters or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that scene when he bursts out of the volcano and wreaks havoc among all the the fighter pilots is pretty fucking badass and the score is just like ridiculous and it does kind of call back to the original rodan calls and stuff the design is pretty cool i always liked how it was like this pterodactyl that still had this eagle kind of look to it it's like a mesh of the two big bad birds you know yeah 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 Wait, so is it like supposed to be like a pterodactyl? Is that like what they're going for, or but, what? Yeah, but it has more like a like a a bird beak, and then like and sometimes it has feather type things. Oh, in the chest, and sometimes okay. they're scales. It's very inconsistent. It seems like right. Um, what's your favorite <clears throat> appearance of Rodan? What? What what was your favorite like movie with Rodan in it? I just I said earlier the the late like the latest Godzilla film. Oh oh okay, but that's the best one. I oh, sorry, right? So that's the best one. Okay, is there a classic one that's like really good that people should watch? I mean, he appears in a lot of the classics because like sometimes he's just kind of like one of the the guys who comes and helps Godzilla out. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's a pretty pretty good scenes in um uh all out monsters attack i think it's called or destroy all monsters when just mm-hmm. all the kai all the kai george is wailing on Ghidorah. cool um yeah i thought he, i thought like the scene where he erupts <coughs> in the latest movie is fucking amazing it looks so good right um really really cool the poor mexican city <laughs> just being destroyed right um the card itself is, again, it's mutate. So, like, th- this card is, like, it, it is powerful. It's a callback to a card called Mantis Rider, um, which is the same color cost. It was a 3-3, but it had flying first strike and haste. And I think it would be way better if it had haste. It's a little slow right now. Um, so, like, you can, it can easily get killed. And, again, you don't really want to mutate in constructed. Uh, I mean, this is just... It is, it is strong in limited, but like the color requirement is so strict. It's blue, red, and white. Right. That it's, it's really hard to pull off in a draft setting too, when you typically want to be blue colors or sorry, two colors. Um, and so like having like blue, red, and white is, uh, is tricky to pull off. The mutate makes it easier. That means you can like have it as just like an, an off color. Like if you were blue and red or white and red, you could, you could pick this and then mutate. Onto a, onto a creature and it would be strong. It could be strong. Um, but, you know, it's, it's a really cool design. I wish it was just more constructed playable and it just doesn't seem that's the case. Um, 
But the next one we have is Biolante Plant Beast Form. This looks fucking amazing. And it's my favorite looking uh, one of the Godzilla series, I think. I really like the color palette on the sky. Yeah, Yeah, the purple like sunset type look. Um, This is the alternate form of Nithrari, Apex of Death, um, Mutate, Death Touch, Lifelink. Whenever this creature mutates, return any number of target creature cards with total power 10 or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. And it's a 5-5. Five, five. Um, what You like Biollante a whole lot, don't you, Matt? Yeah, it's one of my favorite Godzilla movies. Why? It just it has a lot of really cool, campy stuff. Um, oh, it's funny? It's funny and because it has like... It's a Godzilla movie, but it has this huge, like, international presence. There's these, like, gangsters from Iran, I think it is. There's what? these, really? um, American agents, and there's, like, <laughs> all this campy military spy action happening in the middle of this kaiju movie. And it's all about getting these Godzilla cells after his attack on Tokyo in 1985. And um, it's a really cool movie, really cool premise. Um, yeah, I uh, I like Biolante a whole lot. This card is um, pretty Is it different? Deadly. Like, it's not like Godzilla getting wailed on, like in BioQuartz Space Godzilla? No, like... Um, <clears throat> It's it's a more, uh, yeah. I mean, no, because like this is like part of um, where like Godzilla's not necessarily the good guy. Like he's tearing cities up, but like uh-huh. they're trying to defeat Godzilla. And there's just there's a whole lot of action. Like it has one of my favorite scenes where they're um, these military people are sort of like describing. There's like saying, "Oh, the." Militaries uh, encountered Godzilla off the coast, and it shows this little map, and it's this really dinky '90s block 3D graphics of like beep beep Godzilla, beep beep boats, and then it just hard cuts to Godzilla straight, just ripping the military apart. Like they're like <laughs> miles away, looking at this little screen, but like in reality, it's just like utter chaos and just like explosions and Godzilla sinking ships left and right and they're not doing anything to him. So Biolante is Toho? Yeah, for sure. Where does it rank in the Godzilla films? Like top Pretty high five? because like Okay. Even though it does follow directly after the 1985 just like a reboot like cuz Godzilla like takes there's like chunks of like movies like they make a bunch of movies and they go on break for a little while then they come back so like this is like the resurgence in the late 80s early 90s you don't necessarily have to watch the first one because they kind of recap it in the beginning mm-hmm. cool um the card itself is okay um the mutate cost is really high but like i think mutates on cast so if you were to target it, you could return a bunch of stuff from your graveyard, which means you can cheat a lot of things from your graveyard into the battlefield, which is pretty powerful. Um, I think there are other ways to do that. That's a little bit better. Um, and we're actually going to talk about one 
uh, in a little bit. But, you know, um, I one that was one of the few cards where I really do like the original design. And so, like, the Biolante plant beast form looks really cool, but I also really like their, the design of uh, Nathari uh, himself or herself or whatever it is. And Death Touch and Light Clink for on a 5-5 is nothing to sniff at. So, you know, it's, it's good. Um, the next card is Ghidorah, King of the Cosmos. Yeah, I mean, yeah, next up, like, this is the, another big player. In Godzilla canon. Yeah. Um, let me give a little bit of description. He's This is the alternate art of Iluna, Apex of Wishes. Which also, um, I, I would say, like, uh, in terms of the magic cards that have been, these have been the alternates of, this is the coolest looking so far of the magic, like, normal card. Mm-hmm. It does look really cool. It's like a giant, like almost like never-ending story dragon, but like, but like evil, which I enjoy. And it also has like some Princess Mononoke vibes, like yeah, the face especially. Yeah. Um, this one is also a mutate creature. It has flying and trample. Lots of mutate. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, the whole theme of this step, this set is like building your own monsters and making monsters bigger and like scarier. And I think that's it's a cool ability. It plays really well in draft, at least on MTG Arena. Um, so whenever this creature mutates, exile cards from the top of your library until you exile a non-land permanent card. Put that card onto the battlefield or into your hand. Um, six six flying trample. So. King Ghidorah, uh, big deal in the Godzilla franchise. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of like the 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 big rival, you know. Godzilla fights King Ghidorah more than anybody else. <laughs> you know, he's reoccurring mm-hmm. in as many movies as Godzilla almost, you know. Where does, God- where does Ghidorah come from? There are a few different canons. Um... The first iteration is he comes from space. Monster Zero is just like a space monster that uh-huh. these UFO, these aliens use to sort of gaslight planets into <laughs> um, following them. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, it's really cool because Rodan and Godzilla go to the moon to fight Ghidorah. Wait, what? Yeah, and that's where you get How that famous. Get up there? They they put them in these little spit bubble things, and they fly them up to the moon. It's really funny looking. Which movie is this? Godzilla versus King Ghidorah? Or something? I think it, the first one's called. So the origin, the English title is called like Godzilla versus the Astro Monster, and then the other one is just called Godzilla versus. The three-headed dragon Ghidorah. There's a bunch of titles. It's like this is like they kept swapping titles every time a different distribution company got a hold of the rights. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Yeah. It's like a live, die, repeat, an edge of tomorrow. This type is. Situation. There's a famous gif of Godzilla doing a victory dance where he's jumping and. <laughs> I have seen this, and that comes is from that from that movie after they wail on. Ghidorah and he flies off into space and like leaves the moon. It's um yeah, he does a little victory dance. Wow. Uh, This is the beginning of like Godzilla becoming 
A joke? The friendly, kitty fun type stuff. Which was all the rage in the 60s for kaiju to be like the savior of children. But I thought that was Gamera's role. Well, yeah, Gamera, they were all kind of doing the same thing, you know what I mean? Oh, I see. Where is this version of Ghidorah from? Like, what is this art representative of to you? I feel like it is representative of the first iteration because it says King of the Cosmos. Because mm-hmm. like the other iterations, he's uh, more like there's one where he's like an ancient god beast from the earth, and then there's another one where he's created from cloning and mini- weird stuff. Like so, since it says King of the Cosmos, I think it's like that that first sort of iteration where he's a space monster right um what's your favorite Ghidorah appearance oh the man there's so many like oh really because like anytime you see Godzilla and Ghidorah in a movie together they're good even even the first one even as campy as it is with his little silly dance at the end and stuff like that but like it's still pretty good and even up until the newest stuff with the um, King of the Monsters, the American-produced legendary film. I thought Ghidorah was fucking awesome in that. Like the sound design, each head had like almost a different kind of personality, and ver- you know. So, so they're they're all Toho. Yeah, anytime you see Ghidorah, it's definitely a Toho. Sweet. Um, the card itself, again, mutate is a powerful ability if you can pull it off. Um, I do like when you do mutate, you, you're getting something. So, like, if it's a non-line permanent card, like, that could be, um, anything, right? Like, it could be a really powerful planes rocker. It could be another Godzilla, for example. And so, I like this one a lot. Um, again, it's hard for me to ever see where I would use mutate. Um, in a constructed setting, but like limited, just pick it. I mean, it's a good card and it's, you know, blue's a really strong color drafting, I found. So, um, not, not the worst way to go. The next card is King Caesar, <laughs> Awoken Titan. Okay. So King Caesar's funny. Um, I don't know if I can play something. There's a really funny song. Maybe you can play it. Uh, we'll spice it in. Um, uh, okay. Uh, it, what, what, it lasts what for a song? long time. Okay. <laughs> we'll put it at the end of the podcast then. Um, let me um, find the clip. Sure. Um, so, like, King Caesar's weird because he's, like, this random kaiju that I've never really seen. That he, he just, like, shows up in... Um, uh, all all monsters destroy all monsters, and there's just another kaiju that gets summoned in that movie. There's so many, like it's ridiculous. Um, and so he doesn't have his own movie. He just shows up and destroy all monsters. I don't. Yeah. Huh. And like to get him, this lady stands on a beach. And sings this song 
and it like it's in the movie like the full song like it doesn't <laughs> like you have to sit there and like watch this whole scene and it's like it's ridiculously funny and then he awakens and fights it's it's it, it, the the fact that he's like a a meme within Godzilla because it's just this hilarious song that just sucks up the scenery forever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's funny. How long does the song last? You think like four minutes? I think it's like three minutes. Wow, like it's like a full song. That's amazing. So, um, do you like King Caesar? Does he do cool shit in that movie? Um, it's an interesting design. I mean, he does. He they think he's like he does fight pretty well. I think if I remember correctly. I mean, is he like a cat dog or something? What's yeah, it's like a. It feels like Egyptian almost. Oh, like an Egyptian god, kind of. Yeah. Hmm. It is weird how he looks. It's like a weird, like almost like an evil luck dragon, but like really muscular and big. Yeah, right? the art's cool on this guy. It looks cool. Um. And I guess he's awoken because they sing to get him up or something. Is that yeah? What see, yeah, he's sleeping and they they this lady sings this song and it wakes him up. Cool. Is destroy all monsters Toho? Yeah, it's one of the like classic like big kaiju battle movies. You know, like it has it's like the kaiju Avengers. Got it. It has like crossovers. You know, galore. Uh huh. Um, I didn't get a chance to really talk about the card itself, um, so I will right now. This is the alt art version of Snapdax Apex of the Hunt. Uh, it's got a mutate, it's got double strike, and whenever this creature mutates, it deals four damage to target creature or planeswalker and opponent controls, and you gain four life. Um, that's super powerful, I think. Um, like being able to kill like one of their better creatures, and then you have a three-five double striker. Yeah, for four mana. Yeah, for four mana is like it is really well costed. If there was one that was going to have a mutate cost, um, it, that I would play in like constructed, it would be this one. Uh, this is absolutely first pickable if you if you open it in your in your pack. Yes, the mana cost is high, but again, you want to mutate this more than you want to hard cast it. Uh, it's just super powerful. Great on defense, devastating on offense. And every time you mutate, you're pretty much picking up their best creature and gaining a little bit of life, which is really good, really strong. Um, we're finally getting to the granddaddy of Maul. Some Godzilla's. Godzilla. Yeah, Prime Evil Champion. Um, Titaneth Rex, alternate art. Trample, cycling, uh, colorless and green. And whenever you cycle Titanoth Rex... Put a trample counter on target creature you control. Uh, what are your thoughts on this version of Godzilla? This is a hefty card. I mean, 11-11. Yeah. For eight man, uh, nine mana. I mean, you might as well be getting 11-11 if you're dropping nine mana. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, trample at that, at that stage. I mean, this is just... Uh, if you haven't won, you're going to win. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really like the art because it's got some it has the little fighter jets in the background I feel like this is it, I mean there's so many Godzillas I can't really pinpoint like what movie or this one era be. this is okay. from 
the fins look pretty classic. So I would say like this might be like still in the 80s. So like part of that reboot in the 80s from like maybe eight, 1985. So is the reboot making it less campy? Mm, it's a different era of campy. I mean... Okay. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they definitely try to be more serious in the 80s. Uh-huh. Is Godzilla a bad guy in those movies? Um, Back and forth. Like, it starts off okay. as a bad guy, and then later they sort of learn things about Godzilla, I guess. Gotcha. Because, like, a lot of the movies in the 80s are kind of, fo- they follow each other. Fair enough. Um, anything else you want to say about the Godzilla portion? Um, no, not really. It's just a eighties eighties Godzilla. I feel like yeah, because he's he's, he's pretty black. Uh huh. I think it looks cool. I love how this Godzilla looks. Yeah. Um, this card is super powerful because it has cycling, and so cycling is a really powerful ability, which lets you discard a card and draw a card. Um, so even if you have this in your opening hand, it's like nine man, I'm never going to get to this. You could just cycle the card away and that lets you do some insane shenanigans. So like if you were able to cycle this into your graveyard and maybe cheat it into play using a graveyard ability, maybe like using Biocourt or Biolante to get it from your graveyard into battle, you can have an 11, 11 trampler, um, for five mana, you know, like it's not. This is not the kind of card you hard cast. It's the kind of card you try to get into co- into the battlefield by using your graveyard, which is why it has the cycling ability. This is a really strong card. I've lost to this card a lot in uh, Magic uh, like drafting, just because like it's a free hit. Just pick it up and like if you put it in your deck, sometimes you'll get to cast it. Sometimes you'll just cycle it and draw another card. And then if you have some way to put it into the battlefield from like a graveyard resurrection ability, you should do so. Um, Super, super strong and limited. And it's, you know, anything with cycling is just inherently powerful because if you can figure out a way to get it from your graveyard into battle, um, it's just a very powerful ability generally. Um, this is my favorite card. It's Godzilla Doom Inevitable. Yeah. Which is this, the alternate version I mean, of uh, Yudara. Gosh, you can't, I can't, I mean, we, I could do an entire podcast about the Shin Godzilla movie. Which, I, I mean, that could be an entire Kaiju Corner at some point, is just talking about that movie and doing a, a review retrospect. But um, one of the coolest designs of Godzilla, I love how he's breaking out of his own skin. Just mm. con- You feel like it's in a constant state of mutation. Um. You, the breastplate, I just really like that whole design that like, cause like the breastplate almost looks like it's, he's split and split out of that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, now that you mentioned it, it makes it look like he's sickly or like mute, like he's got like radiation poison. Oh yeah. He's a, he's a bit a big cancer. Uh huh. The movies. Just, Why do you like this movie so much? It's one of the most. Uh, frightening examples of Godzilla. You know what I mean? It's not focused on any monster battle or campiness. It's just straight. Mm-hmm. Like, Godzilla's fucking up a city 
how the city deals with it. And then it also has strong social commentary, which not, you know, which is pretty uh, important, you know? Well, I love how it's like a commentary on the Fukushima yeah. um, reactor, um, which I, I do like a whole lot. Um, anything else you want to say about the card? I love the art on it. I love the jets overhead. I love how it's all like red. And, well, like, and like, seems like you can just see the tail like coiling behind him. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a gigantic tail in that movie. Yeah, it's, it's the longest Godzilla tail for sure. Like I have a couple shin godzilla figures and their tails are almost annoying to deal with <laughs> they're so goddamn long <laughs> um which version of godzilla do you like more shin godzilla or the newest one i know you really like the they're, the godzilla they're design both in the new pretty movies. high up there i would say like there's like a holy trinity of godzillas it's definitely like shin godzilla the the new design and just like also the the classic uh, from the original Gojira. Yeah, you gotta have, you gotta give it up to the original. Um, do you like Shin Godzilla more than the new one? Um, the new one's way more entertaining to watch. You can just kind of like sit back and really enjoy it. Shin Godzilla is really cool, but like it it does have some pretty like like almost like there's a scene where the atomic breath scene where he just like basically melts Tokyo and then Mm -hmm. when it pulls back and you see this big wired arrow shot and just like the 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 range of devastation and you're just sitting like well that's you really kind of sinks in a lot more than you see all the destruction in the new movie is just like you know, it almost feels like you're kicking over sandcastles. Yeah. Versus um, the the weight that they're able to pull in Shin Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the most constructed playable Godzilla. Uh, well, there's one more that's in here, but this is like, as it's just really powerful. Like, it's great in control decks because the control deck is just wants to have cards in hand and then sometimes it needs to find a way to finish it. So... Like, if you have a deck full of, like, counter spells and burn spells and your opponent plays a creature and you're like, well, I can deal with that on my next turn or, like, maybe they don't do anything, you can just cycle this and get another card. And the really cool thing is that, um, I should give a little bit more description of it, it's Trample Haste Cycling. Whenever you cycle uh, Godzilla, uh, you put it into your library. So it doesn't go to the graveyard, it shuffles it into your library. And if you cycle the card four times... Um, four or more times, you just put it into the, into the game. So you don't have to cast it. And so it's an 8-8 Trampler with haste when it casts. And I've played this card in a Jeskai control deck. Um, so like a, a blue control deck. It is, it is the way I win most of my games, actually. Because what happens is that I'll just like one for one or two for one people with like sweepers or counter spells. And every now when, when I find the card, I'll cycle it, get a new card, cycle it, get a new card. And then eventually, around maybe turn 10 or 12, I will just start casting 8-8s. And the 8-8 with haste and trample ends games really quickly. Yeah. Um, and so it's super powerful in a control deck. Um, I would not use it in an aggressive deck, but it's just amazingly powerful. Really strong in a limited deck because a limited deck's only 40 cards. So if you're able to stay alive, 
Um, you can probably cycle and then cast it, or you know maybe you'll draw eight mana and then just hard cast it. Uh, it's just great. It's, I love this card. It's so so powerful. Hell yeah! The next one is Destroya. Destroya, perfect life form. Yeah, Destroya. I don't even know how to say that. A destroy your destroy your Destoroya. <laughs> you sure it's not Destoroya? Destoroya. Perfect life form. Um, what are your thoughts on Destoroya? This uh, art is pretty plain. It's just kind of like a headshot almost, you know? Uh-huh. Um, this kaiju is a massive kaiju. I mean, it's huge. When he fights Godzilla, it kind of dwarfs Godzilla. Um... It's a big pain in the ass. It's almost kind of like a end game level boss for Godzilla. It does end up killing him um, in the movie that he's in. Um, yeah, it's a fucking crazy ass kaiju, man. It, it's one of the other, uh, only other kaiju that kind of creates little kaijus. Oh, it does? It, yeah, there's like what little like? bug things that fall off of it, I feel, oh, I think. okay. That wreak havoc. Would you like the movie? Yeah, it's a good movie. I mean, it's the one that has, um, like, burning Godzilla at the end. And um, oh, cool. he, you know, melts down. And it's a pretty fucking powerful, tear, tearful moment after he, you know, finally, he has to beat Destroyer, yeah. But he ends up <laughs> killing himself, too. Uh-huh. Um, does he come from King Ghidorah or not? I think it is like a mutated... Um, King Ghidorah-type deal. Okay. Um, so it's Toho? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, the card, this is an alternate of, is called Everquill Phoenix. Um, it's a 4-4 flyer. It's got mutate. And whenever this creature mutates, create a red artifact token named Feather with one sacrifice feather, return target Phoenix card from your graveyard to the battlefield. So yeah, it creates little things, right? Tokens. Yeah. yeah so like it, like a, it has yeah. these crustacean things that fall mm. off of it. Gotcha. Um, yeah, that's kind of cool. I like that tie-in. Um, this is like an annoying card to deal with. <laughs> right, it does you know, seem like just, it, like it does seem pretty powerful for a 4-4. Four, four. Yeah, I mean, you have to have creatures that it has to mutate into, which is like the bad thing. Like, you can't just have it mutate against nothing, so without another creature, it won't generate that artifact, but, um, if you do have the artifact, uh, you're just gonna have a 4-4 four, four flyer all the time. Which is pretty good. Um, pretty good indeed. I don't really like the art for Destroyer Ya that much. Um, yeah, so it, like, it's like pretty plain. He's just sort of standing there. Is he one of your favorite kaijus, or are you just like, whatever? Yeah, you know, it's just... I feel like he's really OP. Okay. Um, gotcha. Is he, is he the Broly? Yeah, of, like, uh, he, he's kind of like a Broly. Like, it takes extra circumstances that wouldn't exist any other way than like so like if for instance Godzilla couldn't melt down and go burning he wouldn't 
mm-hmm. it would have just no one would have beaten him. He just would have destroyed everything. Sure. Um, the next one is one of your favorites, Mothra, supersonic queen, queen of the monsters, Mothra here. Yeah, uh, this is another one of the kaiju that got a standalone film in Toho's early days. Before joining Godzilla, it had its own um, movie. What's the movie called? Just Mothra? Yeah. Um, Mothra has sort of like a recurring cycle where she sort of shows up, helps Godzilla, sacrifices herself... Uh, rebirth, you know, leaves an egg, mm-hmm. comes back, you know, kind of that kind of deal. She sacrifices herself so many times in the series. A lot of piccolo <laughs> moments where she just jumps in front of a beam and, you know, um, love Mothra's sound. I like the noise that she makes. The high-pitched scream. And the... Yeah, and the the music that she has, um, the little twin things are funny. The fucking twins. Yeah. I forgot about that. Um, uh, wh- okay, so because she lived on an island or some yeah. shit, and then the twins like Mothura, like a, a, like, a Peruvian, song. weird Peruvian island. Okay. Um. Yeah. Like. Really cool. Mothra is awesome. What? What's the best Mothra movie? Oh man, um, there's so many. Like I said, like anytime you see man. like Mothra in a Godzilla movie, it's definitely Toho. Uh huh. Okay. Anything else? Do you like the art? Uh yeah, this art's pretty cool. Um, you see like the burst of light. In like the the cosmic sort of dust trailing her wings, I like how the eyes lighting up. Um, looks like she's kind of getting ready to do a badass attack. Cool. Almost like a dive bomb. Are all Mothra's uh, female? I don't know. Hmm. I would assume so. It's a very they call her the queen of the monsters. So sure. There is a, I don't know, I I think there's a, it's only in the Japanese variants, but there's like an evil Mothra that we, I think we'll get to later. Oh, okay. Um, That's exciting. I didn't know that. Uh, So this is a 4-4 flyer. And whenever a creature you control without flying dies, return it to the battlefield under its owner control with a flying counter on it, which means that creature can now fly. This card is fucking busted in draft or limited like it doesn't matter what creatures you have if you're able to just cast this everything becomes an unkillable threat yeah and like I mean, you can just like it's outrageous how powerful this is like mothra um, has uh some of the strongest abilities of the kaijus like when she dies and her like life essence goes inside Godzilla, he becomes so freaking powerful, you know? Mm-hmm. That's a really good callback. I like that. Um, but, like, this is just such a bomb. It's not that good and constructed, unfortunately, because if someone plays this, they probably will have removal to just kill it, and you're like, okay, 
you know, um, and then kill the rest of her creatures, which isn't so great. But it's first, this is the best card in limited. Like if you're drafting and you, and you get this card, uh, you're putting it in your deck because it's fucking broken is all. Hell. Yeah. Um, the next one is Gigan Cyberclaw Terror. This is insane looking card, man. It is super powerful. It is one of the most frustrating cards to play against in the constructed. I don't know anything about Gigan. Gigan um, is um a pretty crazy monster. He's part of a really weird Godzilla film. Um where there's like this Godzilla theme park and what? yeah and this like Jurassic Park sort of and um yeah and then there's also Megalon and this is the one where I think you have the the famous scene of so like th- this monster is just weird, man. Like it. The famous theme of it, what? You can't just leave us hanging, Matt. No, Come on. I think that's what? a different one. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was thinking this is yeah. There's a a, a, a Godzilla theme park, and some aliens come down, and they have this creature, Gigan. And he's putting out. There's like some signal that gets put out that's supposed to. Oh man, there's a lot of weird stuff in this movie, but like, what's the movie called? It's just Godzilla versus Gigan. Oh, it's not the theme park. This is the the one that famously has Godzilla and Anguirus talking to each other. What's Anguirus? Is that another monster? He's the one monster that's like on all fours and has like a spiky back. Okay, Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's really fucking weird. Okay, um, I'm reading the thing from this. It says, Gigan is a kaiju from Toho, Godzilla, and Zone Fighter franchises. He first appeared in Godzilla vs. Gigan. Gigan is a cyborg space monster sporting a huge buzzsaw in his frontal abdomen region and large metallic hooks for hands. Gigan is considered one of Godzilla's most brutal and violent opponents, the first kaiju in the Toho sci-fi series to make him bleed. Oh yeah, there's blood in this movie. It's ridiculous. Wow. So like, yeah, I just uh, put this YouTube clip where Godzilla talks in a movie. It's really weird. That sounds ter- fucking terrible. It is awful. Um, it makes no sense. Character, Especially sorry, like... Complex list- Go ahead. Especially because the movie has like so many like things like the blood and like how Gigan looks so freaky and then like Godzilla's like talking. It's really weird. (laughs) Um, Complex Magazine listed this character as the number two on its 15 most badass kaiju monsters of all time. Do you agree with that? I mean he's in you can't argue with how badass I mean especially this this magic card is um it's like coming out of the sea there's lightning behind him he has these big hooks this bus saw coming out of his chest like it's this mecha demon chicken from the sea because it has this chicken beak too like it's so weird like yeah 
Um, as a card, this is insanely powerful. Uh, the companion restriction is actually not that bad because it's like it says that companion, your starting deck contains only cards with even converted mana costs, which means that if you show this before the game even starts, you can cast it from your sideboard. Um, and like, it's not hard to get to this. Like you can just you can construct a deck that's all even numbered and. It's really easy to abuse the shit out of this. Right. Like you can you can get Gigan into Gigan or Gigan into maybe a clone effect, which has occurred, where the clone then copies Gigan and then that creates another Gigan, which means you're digging through your deck even more and putting more and more monsters into play. I have a copy of this deck on MTG Arena and I have routinely gotten thirty power on turn four and like will swing for lethal on turn five. Um, the deck's fucking broken. Companion's a really bad mechanic, and a lot of it is because of how destructive Gigan is. Um, really good and limited, too. I mean, it's a 6-6, six, six and you're going to get another... You typically are going to get another uh, card. Um, and, yeah, it's super powerful. I love the art for both of these. Like, the Gigan... Oh, yeah, they, they look also, like they go together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I really like it. The next one is Space Godzilla Void Invader, Again. which has been in re- renamed from Death Corona. Yeah, famous. This card, if you, if there are copies of the Death Corona Space Godzilla around, it's going to be one of those like cards that people are going to be paying high dollar for for a long time. I saw it somewhere for a hundred dollars. Yeah. What do you think about this version of Space Godzilla? This art is kind of weird. Um, Why? It just, I don't know, it almost looks like a, it just looks different, I don't know. Um, the card is, a, I think, a little stronger than the other Space Godzilla. Um... The, the the people who were in charge of doing this set must be kind of like me, where they kind of think that Space Godzilla is a cool design and deserves a little more attention. Because there's two Space Godzillas. Do you like this one, this design, more than the other one? I don't think you do. No, I think right. I like the art on the other one better. Um, is Space Godzilla only in one movie? Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess um, it's in two. Maybe- Every... Just about every, I think it's in Final Wars. Every Godzilla foe is in Final Wars. Okay, so he shows up again. I think, if only for a split second. Gotcha. Um, this card's good. Uh, I don't think it's as good as the other one, but I do think anything with cycling is worth looking oh, no, at. Space Godzilla is not in Final Wars. Oh. So he's only in one movie. Space Godzilla. Um, yeah. Uh, fucking brutal combat trick. So it's an 8-8 with Death Touch, which seems redundant. Like, what is going to survive being hit by an 8-8 is unclear by me. But, <laughs> right. Uh, it has Death Touch, which is fine. I mean, uh, maybe you could really have nice. this go up against a uh, fucking... The other Godzilla. Yeah, the 11-11, you know? <laughs> sure. Um... But it's a good combat trick. Like, I like that you can cycle and then put a death touch counter on a target creature you control and just block, like, maybe an 11-11 and kill it with something a lot smaller. Um, it's good. I like the art on it more than I like the card, but it's not 
unplayable. Again, anything with cycling is worth taking a look at. And this one's uh, pretty strong. The next card is Angerous Armored Killer. Angerous is another classic kaiju um, from the second Godzilla film. He's the first monster, other monster that Godzilla fights. Um, and Godzilla raids again. Ra- raids again, yeah. Um, the last black and white Godzilla. Um, Angerous kind of has a weird relationship with Godzilla. Sometimes they fight often. They fight together. Um, like I said, he's the, I showed that clip where he's, him and Godzilla have a conversation in the God. Are they like talking about fighting Destoria? Yeah, no, the Ga- Gigan, yeah. It's weird, man. I don't, who just, like, they must have been on something. It was the 60s. Like, uh-huh. there's, it's weird that there's speech bubbles and speech. Oh, and also th- so there's like, there's speech bubbles, then there's speech, and then there's the kaiju speech, like, all three over top of each other. There's, like, this that weird... sounds like you're going like, crazy. Did, yeah. Have you listened to it? Not yet, uh, no. It's really a weird scene, and it's just, like, it's just kind of like, yeah, sometimes Godzilla does some really dumb, weird stuff. Okay. Um, Angerus uh, is actually in the newest... Um, King of the Monsters film, uh, there's a scene where they're going to the underwater temple, and there's a big skeleton of another kaiju, and that's actually Angerus's skeleton. Oh, if no, you freeze frame it, he's it's a complete one for one almost skeleton. Do you like Angerus? It's cool. It's a cool design. It's funny that like when they have like the dude in the suit, it's you can tell it's a guy like on his knees. Because it's like, why would a creature <laughs> walk like that? You know what I mean? Uh, it makes no yeah. sense. That, but, like, it's because it's a guy on his knees. Right. <laughs> What's the best Angerous movie? Um, There's one where, like, he's fighting Godzilla. And, like, Godzilla just, like, is, like, ripping his jaw apart. It's just a super brutal scene. And I just remember I'll never, like, as a kid seeing that, just be like, holy fuck. Shit got real. Yeah. Isn't Angerus died in that movie, I guess? Um, I don't know if he died or just got, like, his ass completely whooped. Mm hmm. Okay. Well, Angerus is the alternate art version of Gem Razor, and it's got Mutate, Reach, and Trample. Whenever this creature mutates, destroy target artifact or enchantment an opponent controls. I like this card a whole lot. It's really powerful. Um, the mutate's cheap. It's only three mana. Yeah, this is a really um, good card. Yeah, like you're always going to have like really troublesome enchantments or artifacts that your opponent just might randomly have. And having a 4-4 four, four for four is awesome. Having something that you can mutate for very little cost is also awesome that you like if you need to it's just it's a great beater and it helps you like deal in those corner case solutions it's like really versatile i like this card a whole lot i love the art for the jam razor too i think it looks neat yeah um angerous looks kind of dopey i have to say yeah it's like weird like stumpy almost right yeah but uh jam razor is cool 
Next one is another King Caesar, King Caesar Ancient Guardian. You like this one more or less than the other art? They're both pretty cool. I, I kind of like this one. It's really weird, but I like it. He looks like he's doing martial arts. I yeah, like it. he's in like this battle stance and the, there's some like birds flying around him. The 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 people who did the series, they must, you know, like kind of know that people kind of have this uh, reverend for King Caesar, you know, because of that that scene is just so ridiculous when when they summon <laughs> him that no one forgets it, you know. Sure. Um, does he do martial arts? I didn't realize he stood upright. Yeah, he's definitely he's a bipedal. Okay. Humanoid. He's type. like more monkey like than I thought. Um, okay, interesting, interesting. Uh, this is the alternate art for Huntmeister Liger. This card's something of a trap. It's not bad, but it's not as good as you think it would be. Because uh, it's a 3-4 four for 4 mana, which is okay. And mutate, which is 3 mana. Whenever this creature mutates, other creatures you control get plus X, plus X until end of turn where X is the number of times this creature is mutated. And the chances are is that like at 4, 5, 6 mana, like those are your 4, 5, and 6 turns ideally... It's just not going to happen that often. Like, you're not going to mutate one creature three or four times in a row where it's, you're going to get, like, bigger and bigger buffs. Um, so I actually always pass on this card in Limited. It's, the power is not there for Constructed. I do like the art for King Caesar, but, like, as a card, it, it people think it's better than it is, and it's, it's just actually not that good. Um, so it's unfortunate. Next one is Dorat, the perfect pet. And I have no idea what the fuck this is. So, so. <laughs> Dorats are weird little genetically engineered creatures from the future. What? Yeah. And how did they get put to the past? I don't understand. How do they time travel? So, well, the the time travelers from the future take them <laughs> to the past. I'm sorry, I did not know there was time traveling Godzilla. They're genetically engineered from uh, a King Ghidorah corpse, and um, yeah, they're it's just this weird kind of like thing I'm sorry why did they go back in time um because they're pets because the people had them oh, I'm gonna look this up what's the movie called um Godzilla versus King Ghidorah what really from um Two thousand from the two thousands. Okay, there's a bunch I of see Godzilla versus King Ghidorah in nineteen ninety one. Yeah, 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 that one. The creature is re envisioned as a trio of diminutive, genetically engineered creatures called Dorats, owned by a group of humans from the twenty third century, known as the Equal Environment Earth Union, a group dedicated to equalizing the power of Earth's nations. Seeking to stop Japan's global economic dominance in their timeline by transforming the Dorats into King Ghidorah through nuclear explosion, the Earth Unionists plant Dorats on Lagos Island during the 1954 H-bomb test. So, like, they need to make 
a new King Ghidorah. So they take, like, because in the future they just have these little Dorat things. So they take it to the past to where it gets uh, mutated in, in, where they get mutated into King Ghidorah. It's, it's a crazy, it's a really cool movie. Like, it's a really crazy time travel plot, but it's really fun. But seeking to stop Japan's global economic dominance? Like, that's, wow. Okay. Sure. That's insane. Uh, so these three go- little dudes become uh, King Ghidorah, I yeah, guess? Yeah, like, each head, you know what I mean? There's three of them. Sure. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is a pretty good little two two mana card. It is good. It's two mana, blue and red, flying haste. Whenever you cast a non-creature spell, put a plus one plus one counter on Sprite Dragon. This card can get out of hand so right. fast. <laughs> um you can you can see like a flash deck where you just play this card and then just play burn spells or counters. Yeah. Um protecting that your little dude is gonna grow bigger and bigger and bigger. Um it yeah, it can just be really, really powerful. And the fact that it's flying and can attack right away is uh, pretty good. I, I like it a lot. Um, I don't like the story you told me about this movie. In fact, it fills me with rage. No, it's it's a it's um, one of my favorite movies, to be honest. How do you stand it with the time travel plot? It sounds so. It stupid. Ha- this it has just some really cool like because I mean it's like monster movies. The time you know what I mean like. It's all over the place. It's so good. Gotcha. Uh, So it's Toho. Yeah, I highly recommend. It has one of the coolest um, scenes, which is a complete, like, ode to the Terminator T2. There's a scene where this (laughs) android character is, like, chasing. No, it's really fucking cool. Whoa. Okay. Um... Anything else to say about Dorat? Um, no. Okay. How long are they Dorats before they turn into King Ghidorah? Like 20 minutes? Yeah, I mean, it's only in the beginning. Gotcha. You don't have to deal with the Dorats for, like, m- most of the movie. There's gotcha. some just, yeah, the, like, th- these movies have some pretty cool stuff, even though they sound ridiculous. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Um, Baby Godzilla Ruined Reborn. What are your thoughts on Baby Godzilla? Well, so this is interesting. This is Baby Godzilla and not Manila, which is the original, like, son of Godzilla from the 60s, who has a really weird, dumb face. This is Baby Godzilla, which is, like, the redone version of it from the the series in the 90s um i really like baby godzilla and the movies that he's in uh it leads up to the climax during destroyer um this card is pretty cool i like i like it i also like the variant um I'm sorry. So, what happens at the end of Destroya? Well, Baby Godzilla. Godzilla. So, like, Baby Godzilla starts out like this in the beginning of the series of movies, and by Destroya, it looks almost like 
a smaller Godzilla and it's sort of then is going to be the next Godzilla, you know what I mean? Because Godzilla... After, yeah, yeah. guys. Gotcha. What is the... So, where did baby Godzilla come from? Um, not sure. Alright, let's look this um, up. Uh, I think he just reproduces... Asexually, like by budding? There is a Godzilla... So, like, in, these, in this series... There's a actual dinosaur called the Godzillosaurus, and it was muta- it, it was like this weird dinosaur that survived on this Japanese island and was mutated from the atomic bomb testing. Uh-huh. So I guess the baby Godzilla is um, a part of the mutated egg. Okay. Is he friendly? Yeah. Okay. He's also known as Chibi Godzilla and Little Godzilla. And he has a different name in each of his film appearances. Each is individually trademarked. In Godzilla vs. Mecha Godzilla 2, he's called Baby Godzilla. In Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla, he's referred to as Chibi Godzilla. However, Toho's preferred name for this version of Junior is actually Little Godzilla. Yeah. So. There's one movie where they just call him Baby the whole time. That's awful. Wow. Okay. Sure. Fuck it. Why not? He's adorable. Um, he does look cute in this art. Um, is this like Monster Island? Is that what's going it on It looks there? like, yeah, he's kind of on Monster Island. And it shows that he's a baby, cool. but he's still bigger than all the palm trees. <laughs> uh, I like how this has to do with... So, so it, this is the alternate art of Polywag Symbiote. And each creature spell you cost costs one mana less if it has mutate. Whenever you cast a creature spell, if it has mutate, draw a card and then discard a card. Which I like. I like the idea that baby Godzilla can like mutate into bigger creatures. Yeah. Um, I think it's a cool Because he, he grows throughout the movies. Mm-hmm. So. And I like the, the flavor text to Bollywog Symbiote, which says it always knew it was destined to become more than just a frog. <laughs> so like, the idea is that you have this like creature and it's going to become something That's a else, good flavor I, text. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, now we're on to the Japanese series. So these are three cards that, due to a mishap, are not going to be printed in English. So we're going to... Yeah, big I'm bummer, because these are some link. cool cards. They are really cool. Um, this one's called Mothra's Giant Cocoon. Um, so I assume this is just supposed to be a representation of Mothra's rebirth. Yeah. Okay. Is the, is the egg really that big? Well, there's an egg and then it hatches in the caterpillar and then the caterpillar goes into the cocoon. Right. So it's a second stage. Oh, this is the second stage, which is why it's so big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is actually from Mysterious Egg, alternate art. Whenever this creature mutates, put a plus one, plus one counter on it. Um, it's good at a mutate deck. Like, I would pick this not highly, but, like, if I just want a card that I want to mutate into, um, it's not terrible, actually. And, uh, it's, it doesn't cost much. It's, like, if I don't get the card, it's fine. If I have it, I'm, like, not excited to have it, but it's there, you know? Yeah. Well, this leads into the next card, which I mentioned before, is like the evil Mothra. Yeah. Batara. Um, Batara. Uh, so, what do you know about Batara? Um, there's a movie 
with Batra, <laughs> where sort of Godzilla and Mothra have to team up and sort of defeat this evil Mothra thing. The design is really cool. I don't really remember much about the movie. I was thought it was funny that they called it Batra, but it doesn't look like a bat or like resemble a bat. It's just like a, a, a dark colored skin of Mothra. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah. Yeah, it's called Batra, the Destruction Beast. Uh, apparently he dies by getting his throat tar- torn out by Godzilla and then blasted by atomic breath, which is pretty cool. Um, I like, I love the art. I think it's really cool. It makes me, like, it makes me feel like an 80s, like, monster movie almost. I think it's neat. Yeah, the art is, I like um, the beams coming out of its eyes and stuff. Yeah. Um, this is the alt art for a card called Dirge Bat. Um, two colorless, two black, flash, flying, three, three. Whenever this creature mutates, destroy target creature or planes marker on opponent controls. Mutate four colorless, two, uh, black. Uh, super powerful. Like, it's just awesome and limited. It's a little, not so great and constructed because, like, it just costs so much to mutate it. But when you do, you're destroying their best creature, which is pretty fucking insane. Um, so I, I like the card a lot. I think the Dirge Bat art looks like dog shit, and I love how Batra looks. So if I had to play it, I'd definitely play it with the Batra version. Oh, yeah. Um, the next one we have is Mecha Godzilla. You want to talk about Mecha Godzilla? Um, Mecha Godzilla is another one of Godzilla's reoccurring foes. There's a lot of movies with. Mechagodzilla and different forms throughout the years. Um, my favorite one is the Godzilla versus, uh, or Godzilla against Mechagodzilla, which is weird naming, <laughs> but um, it's one of my favorite Godzilla movies. Anytime you see Mechagodzilla showing up, it's definitely a Toho. Um, I had a question. So was Basra also Toho? It's, I mean, it's I feel like they they Something wanted to give uh, Mothra another kind of movie where she was the forefront, even though she did get uh-huh. her own second trilogy in the nineties as well. Um, but it, yeah, it's, it's whatever. It was just kind of like a it felt like a shoehorn kind of thing, like mm-hmm. you know, it's opposite mothra um but mecha godzilla is always toho yeah is he an alien no it's um they build it to fight against who's the humans okay because it says here that it's an extraterrestrial villain that confronts godzilla in i mean like there's like i said there's different iterations so this must be the one when the aliens after getting their butt beat, they come back with Mecha Godzilla to like again, like kind of gaslight people. Like they, they they have him like where he has like Godzilla skin over top. They're okay. like, why would Godzilla be attacking? He's supposed to be docile, and then, like they wow. chip off some of his skin, and it's like they see the metal underneath. They're like, oh, oh my gosh, it's Mecha Godzilla underneath Godzilla's skin. And like he burns. This is so stupid. This, I mean, this was like the really campy era, you know. 
of uh, Godzilla. I love the art. It's like a Gundam going berserk, like heavy arms. Yeah, like he does have this like mode where he just fires fucking everything. Yeah, it's cool art. I like how it's called Mechagodzilla Decisive Battle. (laughs) Pretty neat. This is the alt art for Crystalline Giant. Uh, It's a super powerful card. Um, At the beginning of combat on each of your turns, choose a kind of counter on random on Crystalline Giant that doesn't have it on it. Amongst flying, first strike, death touch, hexproof, lifelink, menace, reach, trample, vigilance, and plus one, plus one. Um, like, very quickly, you have a 4-4 four, four that's indestructible, which is pretty fucking cool, I have to say. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just a great card. It's just powerful and versatile. 3-3 three, three for 3 isn't terrible, but then having all these abilities that it's just going to get every time there's combat um, is pretty, pretty cool. I like it yeah. a lot. Um, and then our last card is the buy a box promo. Godzilla, King of Monsters. So what's the deal? Um, it's like if you buy a box of cards, you're guaranteed to get this card at least. That's correct. You will get that card. That's a cool card. I think it looks fucking cool. It's a powerful card. It sucks it only has three defense. Uh, yeah, but if you look at it, it says trample lethal damage dealt to creatures you control is determined by their power rather than their toughness. It says technically seven oh, seven. Wow, never mind. That is, I love the art on this too. I love the 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 color, the how it's green into red. Mm-hmm. Um. And then you have, like, just Godzilla laying waste to the city. There's helicopters flying around him helplessly. This looks like it's one of the really early designs of Godzilla. If not, maybe... Yeah, because it's like... Because he has, like, his his ears. You can kind of see his little ears. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, this, this might even be just, like, an iteration of the first Godzilla... Because, I mean, that's the first movie is Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think this card's really well-costed. It's uh, three colorless red-green trample, 7-3. Uh, and like I mentioned, lethal damage is based on the power, not the toughness. So even though it's 7-3, it's not going to die from three damage because you have to do seven at least. Um, it's just cool. I like the art. I like how classic it looks. Yeah. Um, I love how, like, it's a full art. Like, all these alternate arts are full art styles. But I really like how, the like, the color of, like, the black and skies, uh-huh. like, just frames the whole uh, car. Well, it's like... So it just, like, looks really it's, pretty. And you can see, like, there's... I just like how it... There's, like, that really good, like, you can see, like, the glow almost from the destruction behind him in the dust. Like... Mm-hmm. And I also like that this is a standalone card. This is just Godzilla, a fucking magic card. It's not a variant. It's legendary creature, dinosaur, Godzilla, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, and yeah, I, I think it's really cool. And the last thing we're going to go through is just the uh, five alternate Godzilla art lands. Oh, yeah, those um, just these popped are just, up. I need to pull those. They just popped up, yeah. So if you search um, for Godzilla lands, 
Uh, it shows Godzilla in a variety of locations, um, island, swamp, plains, uh, mountain, forest. Um, I think my favorite by far is the one in the island for the islands. I think it just looks so classic, like classic Godzilla, like rising up from the seas. Um, my least favorite is probably the planes. I think it looks kind of dinky in that one. Yeah, that uh, one does. But I, I like them all. They're all really beautiful. That one looks like really classic. Um, this kind of like. What's your favorite? Th- like these remind me of. There's a um, sort of recurring Im- uh, meme within the Godzilla community to post uh, clouds that look like Godzilla. <laughs> And they often kind of uh-huh. look like, you know, like off in the distance, you just sort of see this sort of shape. And, um, yeah, I like these a lot, especially, yeah, I think you're right. The island one is probably the best. I also really like the jungle one, even though it kind of is weird. I don't think you'd be able to see Godzilla through the trees like that. Well, yeah, it seems like Godzilla is really tiny in this one. Yeah. In the tree, the forest one. It's just, it does, it I does like the odd. one where it's him against the smog monster. Is that the one in the yeah. swamp? Okay. Because they, you know, he's the smog monster. Yeah, these are all really cool. He's what? Did I lose you? Huh? Did you say something? I was saying these are all really he's... cool. Like, yeah, um, the one is. Does he fight Rodan in a mountain some at some point? Yeah, I feel like that's like a callback to their first encounter. Okay. Um, cool. Uh, what's your favorite Godzilla card? Mm, my favorite card from these. Oh man, I'm gonna have to go with you the Shin. The Shin Godzilla is, is just. So cool. That yeah. and the um, the King of the Monsters. Those two are the okay. best. Uh, Runner-up, I'm going to have to give it to the Biliante yeah. for a third runner-up. Um, yeah. And then I would have to just say, like, it just out of control, like, Gigan is just... <laughs> that card is just ridiculous. Like, it's... It, it doesn't yeah. really match the vibe of the other cards. Like, there's all the, yeah. they all look like they're pretty cool renditions of the monster. The Gigan is just out of this world. Like, that's not what he really looks like if you just Google a picture of Gigan. <laughs> but, like, if you just Google Mothra, that's pretty standard, you know? Right, right. That's funny. Um, my top three are probably Godzilla Doom Inevitable, Biolante, and Ghidorah King of the Cosmos. I love how this Ghidorah card looks. It's fucking sweet. Yeah. Uh, Audible mentioned a Biocourt Space Godzilla. I really like how that looks. Yeah. But I'm not, I, I don't really know that much about him. So. I mean, magic cards you always know. have top notch art. And art, Godzilla yeah. usually has some pretty good art that goes with it, too. Like, if you look up. Some of the original art for the Japanese posters, they're all really fucking well done. They're done by a really famous mm. um, art, uh, poster artist who did, like, he did the poster art for the 
um, Star Wars Japanese releases, and they're all really oh, cool. well awesome. hand drawn, cool, epic. They kind of are very reminiscent of a lot of the art style you see here. Um, overall, Toho for Magic and Godzilla. Well, I mean, Park yeah, Park. this is. Um, I mean, I haven't really played Magic um, in a while, and I def I want to collect some of these cards i know it's a little unrealistic to try to get them all because like us the whole set is selling for a pretty high price (laughs) um but to collect a couple of these would be pretty cool um it's got me playing magic arena (laughs) so we'll see uh, yeah, that's all I have. Um, anything else you want to leave us with in your first Kaiju Corner? Uh, no, that's it for this f- first iteration of uh, talking about Kaijus in the Kaiju Corner. Cool. S- See you stay guys. tuned. Ah!